0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: And welcome to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight. All live on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Of course, live on RacetimeRadio.com. And I believe we're live back on Facebook as well. So glad you could all tune in tonight. If we got a dandy for you tonight. And I say we, no junior in the studio. Uh, he is on his way back from Quebec of course, the NASCAR Pinty Series went green today. And man, have we got a lot to talk about in that particular race. But uh, I'm here, Suzy Q, in the other part of the studio, going to hook us up with all of our guests here tonight. And have we got a dynamite lineup for you. Let's tell you who we got coming up, hopefully, here. Now, Alex Gonette won today's NASCAR Pinty Series race at uh, GP3R. Uh, he did a great job. Uh, Man, I'll tell you what, some fireworks at the end of this one, through the middle of this one. Uh, It was quite a day in Quebec. They got off to a rocky start. Uh, Weather closed in. They did have sun early this morning. And then uh, just as you're getting ready to roll the cars out and do the driver intro, ba-boom, down come the rain. Uh, Of course, we've all in southern Ontario, uh, Quebec, and I do believe pretty well right across this country have been battling heat All weekend, and uh, there was no exception in Quebec. Those guys uh, got uh, some rain delay right off the beginning, and uh, then, of course, they got the race underway and watched the whole thing on Flow Racing, a dynamite race. If you missed it, you are going to want to take that one in On TSN next, uh, I believe it comes up next Saturday or Sunday, just before the Cup Series race. Um, You're you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, It was a dynamite race, but hopefully we catch up tonight with Alex Gannett. We're going to try him right off the hop here. Um, And uh, also coming on the show tonight, uh, we got to go back a little bit. Of course, last weekend on Sunday night, we were preempted. They moved the Argos game. Uh, due to COVID, I guess the team had some COVID issues uh, a while back there. And uh, consequently, it moved the CFL game. And of course, here on the channel, uh, we covered the CFL. And uh, it, we got bumped. So we couldn't do Race Time Radio last Sunday night. Um, but we are back on the air tonight. And uh, we're going to rewind just a little bit. Josh Stoddy, uh, Primetime Stoddy, as he's called on Twitter, Driver of the number 17 for Ridgeline Lubricants, and uh, he's got an arm's length, long sponsorship on that number 17 car. He had a magnificent weekend last weekend at Sobble Beach. Uh, He went out and not only won his first APC race, he went back out on Sunday night, and he got another victory. So we got lots to talk to young Josh Stoddy about, and we're going to do that tonight on the program. Uh, Ray Morneau. The zero three car we heard from Ray oh, back uh, maybe a month, month and a half ago. Uh, Ray Marno drives uh, prolate model at Delaware Speedway. The zero three car uh, he picked up his fourth victory of two thousand and twenty two. Ray Marno going to stop on by Race Time Radio tonight. We'll catch up with him. Uh, also on the card on Friday night at Delaware Speedway, Canada's fastest half mile. I m- might mention uh, it, it was Kevin Trevlin. In the Sportsman Series, the Ontario Sportsman Series cars were at Delaware Speedway. I believe it was their second race of the year at the uh, famed half mile. Kevin, Trev- uh, Kevin Trevlin went out and won. I believe it was his first victory. Uh, so we're going to catch up with Trev here tonight. Over on the dirt at the Big O, uh, it was uh, Darren Dryden going back to victory lane. I believe it was his fourth pickup of the season. We'll check in with Darren here tonight, live on the show. Uh, Out in Saskatoon at Sutherland Automotive Speedway, it was Tyler Emmett getting his victory in the Big Bridge City 200. Uh, The 25 car goes to victory lane. Just last night, we're going to catch up with Tyler on the show. Uh, We'll also get out to British Columbia, and we're going to get Riley Siebert on the show. The RS1 Cup Series is heading back to Penticton Speedway on August the 20th. And uh, guess what? Race Time Radio is going to be there doing that race live, and uh, we can't wait to get back out to BC. But tonight, we're going to catch up with Riley Siebert. I do believe he is the current points leader In the RS1 Cup Series, Uh, he's got a lot of big wins this year. Not only in the Cup Series, uh, also kicked the season off with the Western Rattler 300 win right out there on Penticton Speedway. So needless to say, Riley Siebert does a great job at that particular speedway. Pretty well any of the tracks that he gets his uh, rear end into that 09 car, uh, he can get that lake excavation super seal machine flying around those speedways and We'll catch up with Riley Siebert here tonight on the particular program, and we'll uh, sort of do a little preview. Now, I was going to try and get Cameron Haley on the show. Of course, we all know Cameron Haley back in his truck days just a couple of years ago. Uh, He was one of our Canadian guys, along with uh, 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 the—oh, it slips my mind. Stu Friesen (laughs) uh, is another one of our Canadian guys that's in the— the, the truck series and Cameron Haley was a uh, guy that drove for Thor Sport down in the truck series he left the trucks I'm going to say three years ago uh, went back to life he lives in Calgary Alberta hadn't been in a race car at all and uh, Saskatoon surfaced in an RS1 Cup series car and really enjoyed it I believe Cameron Haley's going to finish the season out in the RS1 series of course they got Penticton coming up They've also got another uh, two-day event at Area 27 in Oliver, B.C. to cap the season. But I was going to get Cameron on the show tonight. He's actually on a flight coming back in from uh, Ohio. So he can't join us tonight. But uh, we're going to try and get a word with uh, Cameron Haley next week on the show uh, and uh, get his thoughts heading into Penticton Speedway. He has had two runs now in the RS1 Cup Series. And, Uh, race number one, doing really good out in Saskatoon, ended up getting tied up with the lap car and, uh, it messed his car up. He did finish. I believe he finished second in the first race, third in the second race. Uh, and then they got to Penticton Speedway, Cameron looking for a big day, got out there and as luck would have it, he got tied up with the lap car again. Only this time, he wasn't so lucky. He wasn't able to continue. He ramped it off the back stretch wall. And uh, at Penticton Speedway, you're carrying lots of speed. And uh, Cameron got into that fence. He bent the car up pretty good. So wasn't able to continue. So he is looking for a really good Penticton Speedway coming up on August the 20th. Uh, and like I say, well, we're going to have that one for you live Uh, I also want to try and catch up. Maybe next week we'll uh, get Sean McIntosh on the show. uh, Driver, the 24. Jesse Webb in the 94 car. Another one you got to keep your eye on. uh, Jason White in the 33. So many good cars in that RS1 Cup Series. But uh, we'll get to all of that in just a bit here on the show. And as we move forward, getting closer to that August 20th date. Um, I do want to also let you know that uh, we we got a special live race time radio coming up on Tuesday, August the 16th, uh, from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Going to be available live on Sirius XM Channel 167. We are going to come to you live from Osweigan Speedway. Of course, the big dirt race, uh, the uh, NASCAR Penny Series, going to make their debut on dirt at the Big O that night. On August the 16th, it's a Tuesday night. Uh, if you get the Ways and Means, you don't want to miss that race. you got to get to us week Speedway. But if you can't make the race, I want you to know that we're going to be there from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern before they go green. Uh, practice will be done. Qualifying will be done by then. And uh, I plan on doing a power hour and getting you as many interviews and as much content as we can heading into that big race that will go green at 7.30 on the Tuesday night uh, at us weekend. Uh, A lot of heavy hitters coming in for this one, not to mention our own Canadian national guys like DJ Kennington and uh, the 74 Kevin Lacroix and Andrew Ranger. And, you know, the list goes on and on with our good Canadian guys. But throw into the mix, Christopher Bell is coming in and going to get into a car. Uh, We're going to see Stu Friesen. Uh, I believe he's going to be in a 22 racing uh, ride, so he's going to have a really good car. Uh, We'll also see Kenny Schrader, I believe. He's coming up for the big event. Uh, Those guys, of course, are very accustomed to dirt. Uh, So it's going to be some real added attraction and value for absolutely everybody and Race Time Radio will be there live before they go green. If you want to see the actual race, you're going to have to uh, come on out, buy a ticket, and uh, join us at the Speedway. It's going to be a jam-packed night. You've got to know that, uh, and it's one not to be missed. Uh, Glenn Stires and everybody at us, weekend always offer excellent value for your ticket, uh, so you want to make it to the Speedway. Now, if you can't make it to the track, uh, you're – Just like all the NASCAR pennies races, you can catch them on Flow Racing. Or if you have a TSN subscription, you can also get to tsn.ca and catch the live stream. But uh, trust me, there's nothing will substitute like being there, especially at the Big O. I am so looking forward to this big event. Jerry Paxton is going to join me uh, right at the Big O. And I know he was there Friday night catching the action, uh, getting familiarized and acclimated again with the Big O. Uh, and I envy him. Man, I haven't been to the Big O. Uh, looking forward to it on August the 16th. Uh, and we will be there live. But uh, we got a lot coming at you. I know Sue is working. The line's trying to get Alex Gannett up. And uh, w- if we don't get Alex right now, we'll get Josh Stoddy, and we'll kick the show off that way. And uh, we're going to do our best to try and get you um, you know all the content you got josh you got josh okay we're gonna go to the hotline then and let's welcome in the driver of that 17 ridgeline lubricants uh chevrolet we have just started with us joshua how are you
2: i'm doing good joe thanks for having me on the show
1: oh man i'll tell you what you had an exciting weekend last weekend you're probably still coming off the chip
2: yeah that was uh was something I don't know if reality is ever going to sink in that you're going to have a weekend like that ever again in your career or not. But, yeah, it was outstanding for our team.
1: Well, and you guys deserve it, too, right, Josh? You guys have been, like, right there. I don't know how many second-place finishes you've had in the APC series, but uh, I know you've been there a number of times, setting fast time, picking up poles, doing all the stuff you need to do, and then, you know, lady luck going the wrong way bites you it seems, and uh, not so last Saturday night. uh, Everything went according to the plan that you guys had figured out, and uh, you had a really good number 17 car the whole day.
2: Yeah, we worked uh, very hard as a team to be more of a consistent runner, I would say, than uh, the fastest guy out there, but uh, like I told the team, I said, we got to work on getting the car there at the end, and and being a more consistent car it's not always the fastest car that wins a race but just being in the right position and and for once that kind of prevailed for us on saturday and just kind of the stars all aligned having uh... over two hundred and sixty Ridgeline guests and then i probably had another fifty to seventy five people just friends and family there too so it was was amazing for us to finally get that monkey off our back and get that big win i never thought the apc our first apc win would come at salvo for some reason Pacific long weekend for us at Salvo hasn't been very, very good over the years. We've wrecked two cars before, uh, blown motors up. And uh, so, but yeah, it it worked out great for us.
1: Yeah, it happens, right? I think back to Sunset Speedway at the beginning of the year, Josh, uh, you went over there, got things fired up, you pulled the car out of the trailer and man, you were a rocket right out the gate. And I know that Sunset Speedway was going to be, I believe that was race number one of the APC series, and everything was looking really, really good. And then, right, <laughs> it happens. Uh, there a number of times I've seen you in contention to win and something stupid will happen. You'll cut a tire down, you'll break a 99-cent part in the car that you would never think, and uh, lo and behold, it takes you out of the race. It's got to feel rewarding, when it does all come together, uh, got to ask you the last few laps of that race. Um, uh, did you hear sounds that you haven't heard come out of that seventeen car? Did it? Uh, were you pinching yourself inside there, going, "Okay, I got to close this
3: deal."
2: It's all kind of a blur, really. Um, I just like usually when you win a race in, in any uh, racing division, they're they're hard to come by, and with the pro late models, they're. It doesn't matter if it's a home track thing at Sunset or Flamborough or a Triple Crown or apc i mean they're just you're so grateful to win um any of them. So usually um my goal is to win one a year is is kind of what I what I plan for and uh sometimes that doesn't happen and sometimes you you're sitting like I am right now. I've got three wins and we're three quarters of the way through the summer it feels amazing but uh yeah, I, I was more focused on keeping the car square and straight to, to think about anything else. Um, I, it's kind of all a blur getting out of the car. I mean, I, Joe Chisholm Jr. spotting for me has given me a lot of confidence over this year. And, uh, yeah, the last 14 laps were a little chaotic there. And, uh, and definitely was just more focused on trying to keep the car straight in and straight out and, uh, and get that white flag. I wanted to see the white flag and then obviously love to see the checkered. So. Everything aligned on Saturday for us, for sure.
1: You know, you take a look at J.R. Fitzpatrick in that number 84 machine, and, man, he has had just about a dream season. I believe he picked up, like, four wins. I don't know that they were all back-to-back, uh, but he does, I uh, believe, have four wins in the APC Series this year. He's had huge success at Flamborough Speedway, and, uh, of course, he was looking really good that Saturday night as well. Uh, looking out the windshield, you've got two guys dueling it out, you're sitting in third spot, earned your way to third spot. Uh, what were the thoughts? Were you sort of going, uh, let's see what these guys are going to do? Or did you want to jump right in there and get in with them?
2: Uh, my thoughts were, like, and we can't discount the 22 of Stackley. He had a fast car, and he's won um, a bunch of races at Delaware, and he won an APC race at Flamborough. He's been fast all year as well. Um, so my, my kind of game plan, 30 laps to go, I didn't know that I was the best car running in the top four, but I knew that I was, um, the 29 was maybe holding up 84 a little bit. And I knew that if I could try and keep maybe some pressure on 84, I could uh, try and get him pushing the issue a little more. Um, I wasn't sure. I mean, obviously, everyone knows JR is a very experienced race car driver. I didn't know if that was going to phase him at all or not. But I knew that it was time to go, and and one of us had to do something. So it was either going to end up being me, moving jr and taking a crack at the 29 or just keeping the pressure on the 84 and hopefully my thought was 84 is going to move the 29 and, and we're going to have to try and follow through and then and then fight jr at the end um lucky for us things kind of with 14 to go they got into each other and that made us the race leader
4: so yeah.
2: um i was more just trying to keep the pressure on because i was also getting pressure from kyle and behind me so we are just all, all four of us. You could have thrown a blanket on. It was just we all were fighting for that top spot.
1: And, you know, you, you mentioned it there. You never really thought that that big win would come at Sobel Speedway. But, Josh, you're a champion at that speedway. You've seen how races develop and, uh, you know, how things progress. You kind of know where cars are going to be, where they're going to go if contact happens to come out. Uh, you couldn't have found a better spot to be. And, Josh, you are the man behind the wheel of that 17 car. Uh, You did a great job on it. I loved watching it on G-Force and uh, just just an amazing race. Now, you come out of that race. Sunday comes up. There's going to be the Beat the Heat 150. I thought it was going to be a 150, uh, but they did end up making it a 100. Do you know, first of all, why they made it a 100? Was it a tire issue? Or was it just quite simply they're going to make it 100 instead of 150 uh, But you went out there and you won that baby too.
2: Yeah, I think uh, if I had to speculate, maybe a tire issue. Um, and maybe the fact that they had to uh, run the dash for cash because it got rescheduled. So maybe trying to shorten the show up a little bit because they had another extra division running there that they weren't really expecting on the Sunday. Um, but yeah, I've I've always been... Um, looking forward to running i mean it's almost 35 minutes from us or 30 minutes so um, always have a good fan base uh, always have a lot of support there and and yeah i, I can remember when i was a, a kid running mini trucks i was running barney and i thought if i could just get to the beach i've made it you know and uh, and we got the opportunity obviously from Tyler williams to run that late model and that kind of was the stepping stone and where we are now but we made it to the beach and then next thing you know we're beating guys like uh, Jason Parker and Scott McTeer and Marvin Freiberger, Tom Gibbons, and racing very competitive fields at Sauble, and and we won a race, and we thought, like, it can't get any better than this. And then you fast-forward, you're running the top Premier Series of Ontario, and then you go back and and get your first big APC win at your home track. I mean, it's definitely very special, especially to be surrounded by the team, I mean, the team's really clicking this year. Um, I've got a lot more confidence this year, and I feel like I'm one of the guys now where, you know, in years past when I had a lot of bad luck, it was like, man, maybe I just can't figure these cars out. What am I doing wrong, you know? And then uh, definitely a huge confidence boost that race was for us, for sure.
1: Well, you deserved it too, uh, hands down, both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, any fan that was there Seen you in two different looking cars, too. The 17 is out there, the Ridgeline car. uh, It's green, black. It's a beautiful looking race machine. You show up on Sunday, and you got a totally different looking race car, different sponsorship on there. Uh, Tell us a bit about the two of them, because you got two fast race cars now. Now, one's not better than the other, I don't think. You got uh, bragging rights with both.
2: No, we've, uh, we've got two really well-prepared McCall racing, uh, cars that we, we do the majority of the work on. We'll get a little bit of setup help from them for sure. And, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I think a lot of it's more in the chemistry of the team. Everyone's kind of got their role and they're playing, uh, they're, they're doing their part and that makes us competitive week in and week out, you know, and that's what these cars take. I mean, it takes an army to, to make these things go fast. Um, but we have two well-prepared cars with a lot of sponsorship and, and to go out and make a statement on a Sunday that we can win in both cars. I mean, it was, I don't, it's, it's hard to explain. Like, I don't think I, I have to accept the fact that I might not ever have a weekend like that in my racing career again, where I win two of the biggest shows of the summer at my home track in one weekend. I might not get a win for three years. I don't know what's going to play down the line, but, uh, very special for us and very very rewarding to finally have all the hard work and and dedication with both sponsors and team um, pay off with everyone being there it was it was certainly a special weekend that we're never going to forget
1: I guess not uh, and fans won't forget it either. probably the best weekend of the year at the beach uh, and just study you were on the uh, on the right side of that checkered flag on both of them. The season progresses now. You get off to Sunset Speedway, I believe is your next race. Then you come back to Sobble Beach for one more uh, towards the end of the month. And then to Delaware Speedway, the half mile to cap the season. What's the thoughts heading into Sunset? You've had good success there, too. And the Monkey, now off your back. You don't have to answer that, when you are going to get that first win anymore?
2: Yeah, I mean, we're taking it race by race. We ran last night at Sunset. We're actually leading the points over there right now. Um, I qualified fast time on the pole with the yellow flat, Canadian flat roof Systems car, and uh, we lost a little bit in the race. The track changed. I mean, it was very humid and hot yesterday. It was kind of a game of what's the track going to do, and we lost uh, a bit of speed in the car come race trim, um, and we, we managed the top five, finishing fourth, but uh, hoping that we could have learned something a little more for next weekend, but we're going to put our heads down, and we're just going to take each race uh, one at a time. Um, and hopefully be there at the end, uh, no different than we did at Sauble. You know, we kind of started fifth and fell back to ninth, and, you know, I know a few of the people on the team were thinking, holy, we don't have the car, but it, it came to life at the end, and that, that means more to me in the race car than uh, than running up front at the front. I'd rather be there at the end, so we're just going to take it cool and, and hopefully have our maintenance and everything uh, ready to go and get a set up in the car and hopefully... Hopefully we can go out there and just take the day uh, as it comes to us and and follow the adversity and, and hopefully bring it home with a good finish.
1: Yeah, I can guarantee you're going to, Josh. Uh, success is yours to get, and uh, you guys have definitely earned it. I bet you Dwayne, daddy-o would have had a big smile on his face. You probably couldn't knock it off
5: there.
2: Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty exciting. I mean, me and the old man share that together. We work really hard through the day, and, and you know, we're doing this stuff at night. You know, we're working 15, 16 hour days with the business, and then uh, getting in the shop. I got two young kids, and uh, my my daughter's four, so she's never been at a race that we won before. So to have her there Saturday for the first big win, and then my my four month old son was there. It was a very special day for us. I mean, we're a very family oriented when it comes to both racing work, and work and everything that we do. We're we're always around each other. So yeah, it was really really special to have mom, dad. Um, my fiance Bailey and my two kids there and, and my older sister, younger sister, my nephews every everyone that w- was supposed to be there was there and and definitely made for some great memories, some great photos and something that we 're going to talk i think we've watched the g force race over. I think it plays every night in the shop the last week we're just looking at every move and everything that we did, and just super pumped and excited so yeah, very happy.
1: Well, you never get one study. You get them all when there's a, when there's a race on, and that's the cool part. Dwayne, uh, uh, see, i got Dwayne on my mind. Josh, congratulations on the success. Uh, I know you're going to factor into this one, but Where are you in the points for APC? You've got to be getting close to the top
2: there. Yeah, I'm sitting third in points with that Magic uh, 17 points back from the lead, and and, uh, you know, it's funny. We, we get into these, uh, racing series, like the EPC series, and the guys are always worried about the points. And I say, you know what? If you're winning races and you're, and you're consistent, the points will figure themselves out at the end. And we've never really, from the moment we started the EPC race and worried too much about the points. We just went out there and treated each race like it's an invitational under that race that we wanted to win. Um, like I, like I told the Ridgeline folks that were hanging out with us the day before the race, you know, we don't go to finish second i will go to finish fifth. We we prepare these cars to go and and have a crack at the win, and uh, definitely definitely there in the points for sure. But not not the thing that's on our mind. Our mind is that we're, we we want to go to sunset and and put a put another stamp on it and say that we won there too. So
1: good for you. I know you're gonna bud. Uh, much continued success, and I know we'll be keeping our eye on you. We'll keep your seat saved right here on Race Time Radio. Sound like a plan.
2: Yeah, sounds good, and I just want to give a huge shout-out to you guys and everyone that promotes the series, GeForce TV. I mean, obviously, with uh, my Ridgeline folks, I've got some higher-ups. that I deal with a guy in Colorado. He got an opportunity to watch the race, the whole race and was super excited, said he was nervous watching it on his couch at home. And and everyone that does anything for Ontario short track racing, and any racers out there that have a car out, I suggest you get out and support your local tracks too because they're the ones that help the traveling series bring the cars there too so don't let the weekly stuff die and get the cars out there and pack the stands
1: well said josh well said you have a good one and thanks so much for the time tonight on race time
2: thanks for having me joe appreciate it
1: you betcha that is josh stoddy driver the 17 uh gets his first apc win Follows it up with a big beat the Heat win right after that. Uh, watch for him on Sunset Speedway, and you got to watch J.R. Fitzpatrick the twenty-two car as well. Uh, the everybody's gonna want to win, and trust me, there's uh, uh, twenty cars on the racetrack. Nineteen of them could have went out there and won that feature. The guy that I'm discounting and saying he couldn't have won, it's because he ran out of gas or something. Uh, they're all competitive. Dynamite series. Uh, And you don't want to miss it at Sunset Speedway coming up next. We're going to hit this break. When we come back, Ray Morneau is going to join the show. Stay with us.
5: From coast coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks.
1: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parks, order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at dawsondental.ca. And by Mr. Transmission.
5: Hey, Mr. Transmission.
1: it's time to get back to the racetracks for over 30 years quick quick fire starters have fueled the sport on and off the track making lighting your campfire as easy as one two three there's no need for kindling or paper just pop your quick quick fire starter in the pit add your wood and presto you're a pro Quick-wick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick-wick fire starters, the world's best fire starter. Join us live from Penticton Speedway, Saturday, August 20th, at 7 p.m. Pacific. It's twin 100s for the RS1 Cup Series, all presented by Avion Motorsports. With drivers like the 09 of Riley Siebert, the 24, Sean McIntosh, the 42 car, Cameron Haley. It's the last chance on the oval for teams to pocket Super Seal Championship points. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or join us live Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com
6: Racetime Radio to go. Streaming live or on demand at RacetimeRadio.com
7: Even though Napa is a nationally known name,
1: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Enneganish, Nova Scotia. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Celebrating 60 years at canadiantiremotorsportpark.com. It's one of the most anticipated races of the year. And Race Time Radio will be live before they go green. It's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt for the first time on Weekend Speedway. We'll get you the latest from the big O. Comments from drivers before the duel in the dirt. It's all live Tuesday, August 16th from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Only on Sirius XM Channel 167.
6: Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. And welcome back,
1: everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight all live on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. Of course, racetimeradio.com and live on facebook you poor people gotta look at me (laughs) anyway let's get to the hotline shall we and bring in a red hot driver he drives the 03 at canada's fastest half mile speedway delaware speedway and on friday night he went out there and got the job done once again it's mr ray Marneau in the 03 what's going on there razor how are you
8: I'm good. How are you guys?
1: Doing fantastic, man. Another good Friday night for the zero three 3 car. Uh, you went out there and got the job done.
8: Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, uh, uh, we had a good car, and uh, yeah, luckily we were able to uh, get the job done and get through the field. We started a little bit deeper back, but, uh, but we were able to get the job done.
1: Ray, uh, the competition at Delaware Speedway on a Friday night uh, is just simply second to none. Uh, there is so many good competitive cars on that track and if you miss it by a tick it seems like you miss it by a mile because there's so many competitive cars that are right there to take your spot if you happen to be a couple pounds short of air pressure or you haven't got the stagger you know you just miss it by a little bit um, it, it those little changes at that track in those cars make a big difference don't they?
8: Oh yeah, yeah. You have to be spot on. You couldn't have said it any better. Um, the the competition is unreal at Delaware right now. Um, part of it, I think, is what they're put, what Delaware uh, themselves is putting back into the track, um, and, and the cars there are second to none. There's probably, I want to say, ten cars every night that can win for sure. Um, and then the drivers there are great. Uh, so it's uh, it's definitely a, a fun fun thing to be around it's frustrating some nights because like you said the smallest little thing and uh you're from to the front of the pack to about mid-pack it's uh it's definitely very very challenging but uh our team's up for the challenge and we've been uh we've been doing pretty well with it
1: how many features is this for you this year was it four or am i getting you confused with uh uh darren drys uh, D- darren dryden i believe i don't know whether it's him or you that have got four so far this year
8: We've got three. We were close to four, but we've got three. I think we got two seconds as well, so we're uh, we're knocking on the door for four, but uh, that was our third win there on Friday. Night.
1: Uh, that's the way to do it. And points-wise, uh, whereabouts are you? Uh,
8: we're, I think we're going to be in good shape now. Um, unfortunately, especially uh, had a little bit of a bad night there on the restart. We were having trouble getting the race started, and I uh, got some cars wadded up, and we got caught up in it, but... Uh, um, it was unfortunate for him, but it helped our points lead, right? So it, uh, I think we're going to be in a pretty good spot now. Um, and we just got to stay consistent here the last three weeks.
1: Do you look over your shoulder and check the sheet or do you just say, "Nope, forget it out the windshield. I go, I finish where I finish and, uh, just get as many points as we can. I'll look at that come September.
8: Uh, I like to, like to say that I would, but, uh, you know, you're, you still keep that in the back of your mind. You know, you got to, at this point of the year, you gotta start racing a little bit smarter, but, uh, at the same time, uh, you're a race car driver and you just wanna go out there and, uh, win every week, right? So it's, uh, puts you in a weird spot, but, uh, we've been here before in this position, so we're, uh, we're gonna try and, uh, handle it as well as we did before.
1: We're with Ray Marno. He drives the zero three Prolate model at Delaware Speedway on Friday nights. Uh, Ray, you're a perfect guy to ask this question to. It doesn't matter what racetrack, what short track uh, you go to. Usually by August, uh, you're starting to see those uh, uh, what, what do you call them? Those those battles amongst the cars. You get a little bit of that animosity that sort of sets in. This guy did you wrong, or uh, you know, that guy did that guy wrong, so i got to be careful around those two monkeys because they're going to wad it up, and I don't want to be a byproduct of it. Is that starting to set in at Delaware Speedway uh, so far this year, or has it been fairly good and everybody's uh, keeping a level noodle?
8: It's been a, a fairly clean year. There's, uh, there's been a few uh, dust-ups, dust ups, but uh, uh, for the most part, everybody's been uh, pretty good. The, the racing's been pretty clean, so... Um, I haven't noticed anything yet that has caught my eye, but uh, you're gonna gonna keep an eye on that here. That coming the last few weeks, so we can uh, we can make sure we're out of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you got to keep the fenders on it. You can't keep the fenders on it if uh, you know if you're getting upset yourself and paying somebody back, or somebody takes the wrong Ill, Ill, Ill opinion of you know something that happened on the racetrack. There's so many times that you know you're watching a short track race and. Uh, sometimes it looks intentional Once you know, this guy hits this guy and you say, ah, man, that's totally avoidable. And, uh, you know, that shouldn't have happened. But you know, when the rubber hits the road, you guys are running, I don't know, 80, 85 miles an hour. You're within inches and all somebody has to do is just blink and it's on. And so many things aren't really intentional. Sometimes they look it, but they're not.
8: Yeah, exactly. It's, uh. When you sit back and think about it, you get you get a little frustrated in the car. When you sit back and think about it, yeah, it's uh, like you said, it's a blink of an eye, and, and something could happen, and it happens quick. Um, but uh, yeah, you just uh, you gotta gotta pay attention out there, and uh, and like I said, just uh, keep a level head, and, and hopefully that'll that'll get us toward the championship here at the end of the year.
1: So Friday nights, you're concentrating on that with the 3 car um uh, apc uh tour the tour uh it's going to come back through delaware speedway of course going to end there uh you got sunset speedway you got another one at the beach before the end of the season comes up uh you thinking at all of jumping into an apc tour race or are you going to stay clear just concentrate on delaware maybe take in the last one
8: yeah that's that's the plan right now is our, our main focus is delaware uh the weekly show we're going to try and uh win a championship here and then win these last uh, few races. But uh uh yeah, our plan right now is to do that and then focus on uh maybe doing the A P C race. We'll see uh, see see how the year goes and then uh that's the plan right now is to, to go run that um and see if we can uh, try our luck there.
1: How are the tires? What's the tire situation for you guys on a Friday night? Uh is it something is it an issue yet or has everything been okay?
8: Uh it's uh we're on a tire inventory, um, so it's it's not terrible, but at this point right now, we we can't get many tires. Um, so we, we tried to get a tire there last uh, Friday and couldn't get what we wanted, and I don't know when the next shipment's coming in, so um, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, I know the tires right now is a big mess for everybody, um, so hopefully something works out to where we can get uh get what we need for the end of the season but uh like i said we're on the tire inventory right now but uh tires are getting a little wore out and uh we'd like to put a put a couple new tires on
1: (laughs) well you know everybody's in the same boat anyway so it's not just the 03 car everybody's sort of in the same boat and it doesn't seem to matter whether you're up here in canada racing or whether you're down in the u.s on the short tracks everybody's had an issue hopefully in 2023 we can put all this crap behind us and get back to doing exactly what everybody wants to do and that's uh, you know get a set of tires or you don't know, get that right rear to uh, make your night go the way it, uh, it should because you guys work awful hard uh, and then if you can't get the right rubber it can really put you at a disadvantage and uh, i know the tire companies don't want to do that but that's the way it is these days. And I guess we just got to learn to live with it for one more season. That's it.
8: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely would be nice to get back to normal. Um, just, uh, just be able to have a little bit of selection when you do go to the tire bin and, uh, and get what you want.
1: Well, you've been doing it right for the sponsors on that 03. Who have you got on there? And you got to be making them some proud with three victories and, you know, potential of picking up some more here by the end of the year.
8: Yeah, for sure. That's the goal. So, yeah, we have, uh, john arts group uh number one they're uh, a great group of guys um jr excavating east elgin concrete forming dutch brothers iron mike industries concrete forming limited torremont cat hallmark memorial reed farms sun parlor trailers st dennis machine revert snow plowing highland tools double r reworks rpm Raceware, and dana's desserts and uh just gotta gotta thank all my crew for uh for the hours they put in in the shop and then uh, being able to get down to Delaware on a Friday, uh, I know it's tough for everybody getting off work and, uh, and all the people that support us. We have a lot of, a lot of fans that go out to Delaware every week, and uh, uh, it means a lot to us to look up in the stands and see our shirts and uh, have a big group of people at the end of the night around our trailer.
1: There is so much that goes into one of these race cars and being able to put it on the track, do it competitively and do that time after time. Uh, You know, really not enough said about the unsung heroes, the guys that are spending those hours and elbow grease in the shop uh, making it. And uh, you know what? When Ray Morneau gets a win, it is truly a win for the whole team. Uh and that's the coolest part, Ray. Uh Friday night we'll get you back at Delaware Speedways. At this Friday night? You got a little time off or you're right back at it Friday night?
8: Nope. We have uh we have one week off and then uh on the nineteenth it's uh a seventy lapper special. Uh JR excavating is putting on the sponsor on the race, so it's a seventy lap special for late models and a fifty lap special for the super stock. So uh really looking forward to that. Uh get the car uh Ready for that, and uh, look forward to chasing another victory.
1: Oh, man, that's got your name written all over it. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have a ball, I can tell you that. And I know if uh, you can't make it to the track, the track's been doing a great job getting it on Rogers on YouTube. Uh, and, you know, guys like me are able to watch you race. I'm able to watch us uh, weekend. Uh, I'm bouncing back and forth and absolutely love every second of it. Ray, this has been great catching up with you tonight. Much continued success, and uh, we want to get you back on Race Time Radio. Go get another one.
8: Thanks, Joe. Look forward to talking to you again. You
1: betcha. Ray Morneau in the 03. Does a masterful job behind the wheel of that race car. Uh, And uh, you never know. Uh, They get get a week off now. Uh, They're going to get spoiled having all this time off, Uh, but you can guarantee – The guys in the shop won't have a week off. That just means that they're going to have to prep even better for the following week and the big special coming up. But uh, we'll hit this break when we come back. uh, Kevin Trevlin is going to join us. He was a happy guy Friday night, got a win in the Ontario Sportsman Series. He joins us live on Race Time Radio next. Stay with us. time to get back to the racetracks for over 30 years quick quick fire starters have fueled the sport on and off the track making lighting your campfire as easy as one two three there's no need for kindling or paper just pop your quick quick fire starter in the pit add your wood and presto you're a pro quick fire starters no harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time quick with fire starters the world's
5: best fire starter
1: EP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. It's one of the most anticipated races of the year. And Race Time Radio will be live before they go green. It's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt for the first time at US weekend speedway. We'll get you the latest from the big O. Comments from drivers before the duel in the dirt. It's all live Tuesday, August 16th. From 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM Channel 167.
5: If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? This is Rob Lowe. Hey, babies, little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to the air. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20.
3: No one else, only you, Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types, making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Hey, Mr.
1: Join us live from Penticton Speedway, Saturday, August 20th, at 7 p.m. Pacific. It's twin 100s for the RS1 Cup Series, all presented by Avion Motorsports. With drivers like the 09 of Riley Siebert, the 24, Sean McIntosh, the 42 car, Cameron Haley. It's the last chance on the oval for teams to pocket Super Seal Championship points. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or join us live Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. Gentlemen,
5: start your engines.
6: Welcome back to Racetime Radio. Ah, I
1: I think I like it, too. I do. I do. I do. I do. That's Joey Vinegar. you got to check him out. Google him. Joey Vinegar. Uh, he's got some awesome tunes. Uh, love having him on the show featuring uh, some of his tunes. Uh, Joey does a great job. Anyway, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in a guy that goes to Victory Lane again at Delaware Speedway. But in an Ontario sportsman car, he had that 19 machine just dead nuts flying out there. Uh, Kevin Trevlin is joining us right now on the hotline. What's going on, Trev? How are you doing?
9: I'm pretty good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on.
1: Hey, I appreciate the time here. Uh, You had a really, really good car. Was that the first win of the year or was that the first win, period?
9: Uh, Well, that's my first win at Delaware in this series and while at Delaware, I should say. The two weeks prior was my first win at Peterborough.
1: Isn't that so good success? You got something figured out there, Cap.
9: Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been tuning on the car and trying to get some things figured out. And uh, Mike McCall has been giving me some pointers through the summer and uh, just kind of taking that and running with it. And uh, I had a group of people that come up with some money and we bought four tires, which is kind of the Talk of
1: the town lately. I guess you know, having tires on the car makes it quicker. <laughs> Imagine that, eh? Uh, incredible. Uh, the, the, the series. Uh, I love watching the Ontario Sportsman series. Um, what I love about a kev is you never know who's going to win that race until you get into the closing laps of the race, and even then, sometimes it comes right down to that final turn of the race. Uh, but I've seen it so many times where a guy is leading uh, their 100-lap race. The guy will be leading, I don't know, 20, 25 laps in. And I mean checking out. And you think, wow, man, this, nobody's going to top this guy. And uh, as it turns out, when you get into the closing laps, somebody's car starts coming to them. The guy that was out front sometimes burns it up. And he starts going backwards. The other guys start going forward. And we've got ourselves a race. The 19 car was looking real good on Friday night. Did it feel good all night long, or was it coming to you?
9: No, um, I think by lap 8 eight or 12, I really don't remember. Uh, I was running third. Uh, Todd Shepard did a kind of a big wheel, big wiggle in 1 and 2, and I took the opportunity, and I just never looked back.
1: Yeah. You get some guys can run better. I don't know out front, right? You get out front in that clean air. Uh, do you drive much uh, with the rearview mirror do, to find out where everybody else is, or do you just concentrate on hitting the marks each and every time?
9: Well, uh, you know, I say this a lot to especially the new people. Um, you have mirrors and you check your mirrors often, and most of the time you get to know your competitors by the color of their car and what the way it blurs through your window, your mirror. Because you really can't tell exactly who's there, but you kind of get an idea through the blur.
1: Now, so. can, can you feel them out there? Uh, I know you know, like you're unless they you make contact. But can you feel the car to an outside or to the inside? Uh, either from a hearing perspective, or uh, you know, you just feel the air feels different. I
9: I, I have uh, I have grown to uh, have that sensation over the years. Yes, I can. Um, I can tell when there's somebody on the inside or out just by, like, the vibrations of the car and stuff because it does change.
1: Yeah, and, and it would feel different. You know, I think back, uh, back when I had Sobel Speedway, uh, the number 27, of Glenn Schnurr, uh, always a tough competitor. I watched Glenn long before I bought the Speedway. And, of course, after I own the track, I'm watching the 27. He always did a great job preparing the car. Uh, one year he came out, Kev, and he put mufflers on his car. And I'll tell you what, that thing was probably quieter than my Corvette that's sitting in the garage right now. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you, Glenn Schnur would sneak up on guys, and he would be passing them, and he'd catch them off guard. Because the guys, you know, I, I didn't hear him out there. Uh, I didn't feel them out there. And now all of a sudden the 27 would go shooting by. I'll tell you, there was that, a yeah. lot of guys start picking up and putting mufflers on their car based on what the twenty seven was doing. It' funny to see.
9: I, I would believe that for sure. Yeah. I think my car is uh, one of the quietest cars out there. I'm still running the old Oscar mufflers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. You sneak <laughs> up on them, right? <laughs> yeah. Incredible. So, uh, what? What? You've got a couple of wins now. What does that do for the? Points process, are you up in the points or you know, did you have two good successful nights, but maybe not so successful at the beginning of the year?
9: Yeah, we started the season on uh um just kinda we money situation with tires. We just uh things happen. I just couldn't afford to get tires as I needed them. I was running on some old rubber and uh just making it work. Uh so I got I I we picked up a couple sponsors as it went along. We got, some, we got some tires on the car, and, and everything started improving. But uh, I'm not looking at points. I mean, as far as right now, we're second in points. I don't know how far back. Um, I, I've never been, like, this close up into the point structure before. I get close, and then something happens, whatever. But I'm, I'm really not paying attention to the points. Everybody's asking me. And I really don't have any answers for them about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll take care of it uh, at the end of the year. You'll find out when you cross the line for the last time, right?
9: Absolutely. In- we just, uh, we'll just have to pick up and put down a couple more wins, and it'll take care of itself.
1: Well, exactly, and that's that's critical if you want to stay up there. You got to keep uh, you got to keep those Ws coming, or at least the consistent <laughs> finishes. Sponsorship yeah. on that uh, red and white machine. How, who have you got helping you?
9: I have, uh, most of the people that take care of me are, uh, shock pros, uh, ATV accessories. That's actually where I work. He's, they're, they're phenomenal people. They help me, you know, with my program since I started working there. Uh, his wife is Carrie Morrison. She sells real estate. She's awesome. Uh, leisure trailer sales. Uh, those guys have been with me for gotta be 10 years now. Those people are the greatest. They're, they're always, they're family oriented too. They're, they're wonderful. We picked up, uh, through the season here, we picked up top-level building. Uh, they're builders. They build, like, pole barns and whatnot. He's uh, such a car guy, and he's a big race fan. He's he's really jumped on board and helped us out. Um, who else we got on the car? We got so many different people uh, helping us out just behind the scenes, trying to keep things going. It's uh, it's mostly me on this stuff, like, like paying the bills and whatever. So some weeks get kind of tough. But it's all good. There's nothing else I'd rather do on a weekend.
1: Ah, uh, that's awesome. And there's, you know what? That's what fans come and pay to see you guys do. Uh, when you get excited, and guarantee the grandstand gets up uh, another level as well. What's the next race for you? Uh, you guys experienced dirt. How did that go for you? And I do believe you got one more dirt one coming up.
9: We're at uh, Full Throttle this Saturday in Durham. That's uh, that's an exciting little place. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. Pardon.
1: Oh yeah, full yeah. throttle to get your attention.
9: <laughs> we managed to get a second place there the first time we were there this spring, so that's that's encouraging. Um, can't uh, hopefully we just you know everybody everybody's so good to race with too, and we all try to help each other out. You know if anybody needs anything, which is great. Um, and I and I I'm out at Buxton, well Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. I'm out there quite often. I uh, I build cars for some of the guys out there and, uh, try to help people out out there as much. And I'm, you know, it's funny, I'm not really a big dirt guy, but my buddy got, wanted to go back racing and I built him a car and it kind of snowballed. So I'm out there as much as possible. He lets me drive the car to get some seat time this year. Really didn't help the first time we are there. And I don't know what happened. We just, we just didn't, <laughs> uh, didn't have the performance like I was kind of hoping, but, um, we're going to do some more testing before we go back out there uh, with my second car that I have, uh, I have running around every now and again. So we'll see. It's been an amazing summer, regardless.
1: Good deal. So your next race is full throttle, uh, the high banks under the lights. Uh, you got to be looking forward to that one. Yes, sir. Yes.
9: Uh, so, like I said, it's always exciting to get back there. Paul puts on a He's put on a pretty good show since,
1: he's been, uh, since he took over the Speedway, so can't wait to get back there. He sure does. Uh, Paul Trepanier doing a great job down there at Full Throttle. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Uh, we, we always got a seat here for the winner of the <laughs> Ontario Sportsman Series, and uh, it's been great getting you on the air, and it was uh, nice catching up with you. I haven't spoke to you in a long time, Kev. Yes, sir. Yeah. I
9: appreciate oh. you having me on. It's awesome.
1: You betcha. Uh, We'll do it again. You go out there and get some more results. We'll get you right back on the show.
9: (laughs) All right. I'll do my best.
1: That sounds great. That's Kevin Trevlin. Uh, You got to watch him. He does a dynamite job behind the wheel of that 19 car, and uh, he's going to be at Full Throttle Motor Speedway. Uh, Side by side at Full Throttle, the high banks, there's nothing in the country that's got high banks like Full Throttle does. Uh, You want to talk about carry momentum? That is a momentum track, and uh, the Ontario Sportsman Series does a great job on that speedway. Uh, I I, I dare you to predict the winner uh, and see how close you can get uh, with full throttle. Uh, The game changes all the time, and that track conducive uh, to really good side-by-side racing. Uh, You want to catch the Ontario Sportsman Series this weekend at full throttle. Uh, We're going to throw it back to Toronto now. Uh, Got a news highlight package that you uh, may have missed over the last 60 minutes. We'll get you up to date on that, and then we'll come back for hour number two. And we got some great guests still to come live tonight on Race Time Radio. But we're going to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date, and then we'll come back for that hour two. Stay with us live here tonight on Race Time Radio Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. We'll be back in 90 seconds. Stay right there.
5: You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Racetime
1: Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Racetime Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro.
6: Got
5: an O.J. Salian. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow.
6: The thrill of the race.
5: Definitely sliding into it out of control. It's unbelievable how quickly things can change in racing. You
6: just never know how it's
5: going to play out.
6: Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. we are enjoying it.
5: We'll, we'll
0: collect as many trophies as we can. You want it! All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's
6: a new normal. Better oh. figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you, you are the man! <laughs> With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, we are back with you
1: live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. We only got the one Joe tonight. The other Joe is uh, in his truck with the rest of the team of the 27 team on their way back from Quebec. They had quite a race at GP3R today. Uh, Just an amazing show. Got to congratulate uh, Alex Gannett. He went out and won his first NASCAR Pinty's race. And we're still kind of hoping we're going to be able to connect with Alex here tonight and get him on the air and celebrate the win. Uh, But uh, I I digress. We'll get back to the hotline, shall we? And uh, we're, we're going to change things up a wee bit here and go back onto the dirt. A week in Speedway Friday nights is the place to be uh, just an amazing show and our next guest hits victory lane I do believe now I've got it correct in four feature wins uh, for Darren Dryden he drives in the crate sprint division and uh, he did it again on Friday night he joins us on the hotline right now what's going on Darren how you doing.
10: Hey Joe, I'm doing good. How about yourself?
1: Doing fantastic, man. Uh sorry we're running a little bit late here tonight. We've got a lot of guests, a lot of stuff to cover off, but Friday night, you weren't late to the party, man. You crossed that start finish line uh in the first spot. Gotta feel good to get another victory, I bet.
10: Yeah, definitely a great night for us. Um, you know, we took home another heat race win and then uh started near the front and ended up we were able to walk away with it and run really strong. So we've definitely been able to improve these last uh, weeks and uh, keeping the momentum going.
1: It's got to be tough. I know it's tough for everybody heat-wise. Friday night, man, it was a scorcher out there. What's this heat and this temperature do to a dirt track, Darren? Does it it change it drastically? Uh, Does it feel different than it did in the spring when it was a little bit cooler? What does it do to a dirt track?
10: Well, honestly, there's just a lot of factors all around whether, you know, how they decide to prep it, uh, the rainfall, you know, days prior, day of and all that, you know, the heat does factor in too, but uh, more often than not, we're just trying to follow the track and read it as the race goes on and, you know, we go for our three lap hot laps, it's usually pretty tacky and then we got to be able to, you know, watch the track go up and uh, see the other divisions, just see how the track progresses throughout the night and, you know, not not so much kind of seeing what it's like when we show up, but just seeing how it progresses. And there's usually, you know, some similar patterns. And uh, we just kind of have our, uh, you know, our our setup book to uh, accommodate how the track changes too. So it's a huge, huge aspect on dirt that we've had to um, figure out, you know, coming from asphalt background.
1: Oh man, and the the dirt guys blow my mind, Darren. Yeah, uh, you, you go to any short track and you look at the time that the guys get to practice and to you know wrench on the cars and sort of dial it in for the night. And uh, I know you know you. When you do your practice, it's usually, you know, lots of sunlight and it's warm and everything else. And maybe by the time you go to run your feature, it's clouded up. The car's going to tighten up. Uh, it, it does change a bit. But, man, you guys on dirt, there you go. You got three laps. Go out there, do what you can in three laps. You can't even really totally heat the car up in three laps. But yet you got to learn enough in those three laps to carry you through a feature, and I don't know how dirt guys do it, but you guys are masters at it.
10: Yeah, thank you. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty crazy because honestly, in the hot laps, we're just hammered down, not even, uh, lifting for the most part. And then, uh, you know, as we're getting into the heat and the features, we're, you know, then having to pedal the car too. So just the way the driving, um, changes throughout the night, it's a lot to adapt to. And it's not like, you know, how you go, how what we're used to when we went, uh, when we we're running asphalt, you know, you go out, run your practice, and the tracks can be fairly similar by the end of the night other than you know track zaps, obviously, um, through the sun going down and whatnot, too. But, uh, yeah, dirt's been a big game-changer when it comes to that and, and being able to read it. And, uh, yeah, it's a whole new ball game.
1: Yeah, success is really tough to come by. And if you can repeat uh, more than once in a season, that's really saying a lot. Uh, you guys have been hitting the marks and doing a great job with getting those wins. Uh, what's it do... Uh, mentally, for you guys uh w- w- when you get that confidence, is it a confidence boost? Of course, winning is fun, and that 's what you uh, uh, that 's why you 're doing this. You want to get out there and win, but what 's it do for the confidence for you for the team, and does it ever turn and sort of make it more pressure cooker if you will now that you 've won a couple now you 're expected to win a bunch
4: yeah.
10: That, you know, all that kind of stuff does factor in, but, you know, when it comes down to it, uh, we started the year very strong, got to the first two, and then uh, we did fight some mechanical issues, so that does, you know, um, get us down a little bit, and, you know, are we able to, you know, bounce back from this. And then uh, once we were able to do that, you know, the track uh, changes were, you know, it was a lot more slick, right? So we were able to, we now had to deal with, you know, changing our setup and adapting in that sense. Um, but no, mentally, yeah, like getting these wins, definitely, you know, a huge motivation for the team. And, uh, you know, it definitely shows that we're, you know, we're doing the right things those nights and, uh, you know, good, good notes to add to the book. So, uh, we're definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, this Friday and the Nationals coming up too. So, uh, we're definitely gonna, you know, keep the momentum going. And then, you know, we're looking forward to doing some of the travel races too coming up.
1: This is the time of the year you want to peak, right? You want to stay up on top of the mountain. It's very narrow and windy up there uh, to try and stay up on it. But if you can manage to stay up there and keep consistent finishes, well, this is the kind of stuff champions are made out of. Uh, and you you got uh, to be right up there with the best of them, points-wise. Uh, whereabouts are you currently in the points?
10: Uh, I think we're just sitting in the top five for both. Uh, we're not necessarily right up there because we did have some off nights um, that basically you know we had one off night that overlapped both points so um, kind of threw us back out of the points lead from both so we kind of haven't really been paying too much attention to it more so just going for wins because you know as as us racers you don't want to get too uh, caught up in that we know that at the end of the day it's those uh, those race wins that are really rewarding and at the end of the year if everything you know, falls into part, um, you know, we, we might be looking to be up on top. So we'll, we'll see how it goes and go race by race and just go for wins for right now.
1: You know, I, uh, well, I used to watch Jeff Hanley a lot in his super late model. Jeff would purposely miss either the first night or the, you know, the first second night. Uh, just so that he wasn't part of the points, he didn't have to answer the question, didn't have to, you know, uh, points read, if you will, uh, so that he would genuinely go out there and just go after wins because there's no way you're going to be part of the points if you're short a night or two. Uh, but Jeff Hanley would do that, and I, I, I know I asked him a few times, like, how come you do that? And he just said, I hate the pressure of being in the points. Uh, love one, winning a championship if you can do it it's uh obviously the goal but he said uh it the pressure gets to me so i step back out of that and i go for wins and man he won a lot of races doing that that way
10: yeah there's definitely a lot of pressure uh, um, you know put, put into it and you kind of see the guys that are affected by it and, and uh yeah you know everybody you know it's, it's a tough field too you got 30 35 to you know almost 40 cars some nights and uh You know, you got to qualify to make the show. 28 make the show. So it's definitely a a good battle each night. And, you know, honestly, coming in the top 10 is a rewarding deal for many guys because of the stacked field that we have. So, uh, it's just good to be up on the, the podium. And, you know, for us to be on the top spot, definitely, you know, uh, been, been super rewarding for the team.
1: We're with Darren Dryden. He went to victory lane in his great sprint car, uh, does a masterful job. Friday nights, you can catch him there again. This Friday night at uh, the Big O, uh, you can catch him at a lot of different tracks because Darren does travel around. Darren, we hear uh, on oh, on asphalt, uh, guys are having a tough time with tires at times. Not every time, but at times they're having trouble getting tires, trying to get the stagger they want. Uh, what's the experience like on dirt? How long does a set of four tires last on your sprint car? And are you guys fighting the same battles as the guys are over on the asphalt?
10: Yeah, all the dirt guys are definitely, you know, shorted a little bit too. Uh, everybody's got to use them sparingly and um definitely, you know, fight a little bit to get stagger options and whatnot. But uh we've been able to make it work, and so have most of the teams. And, um yeah, basically they, they've been taking good care of everybody, making sure it's really fair based upon how many shows everybody's uh, doing and, and you know, splitting it up the best they can and giving everybody the sizes they need. Um, so it, it's, it's been all right and manageable so far, but uh, we're hoping that things do turn around, obviously.
1: Yeah, and I guess, you know, in, in looking at this, I'm just sort of thinking about it as I'm talking, but if you had a, a group of guys that was, uh, I don't know, two, three guys in a class that really stick together, uh, they, they could actually set it up where you know, this guy's going to get tires tonight, and that guy's going to get tires next week. Uh, I never even thought of it until just now, but I guess it's potentially there, right?
10: Yeah, and honestly, there's a lot of guys that have old tires sitting around from previous years that they've been able to salvage and bring out. Um, so it, it's hard to know what everybody has in their tire bank, and everybody's just really trying to salvage what they have and, um, yeah, and, and do their homework on how they can get these things to last, too. And each track, uh, wears them a lot differently too so you got to keep that in mind when you're going to put on a fresh tire and when you're not uh, obviously you don't want to overcook any and and whatnot so um definitely it's a huge factor all around the tire game right now and uh with, with dirt you know there's so many methods to prep your tires too that um you know factor into with with wear and and how people can compete and and find grip out there so it's it's definitely yeah it's just a huge game
1: yeah, sniffing out the right spot on the dirt track is tough to do. But if you can do it uh, and you read that track, you're trying to do that, I might add, while you're doing, I don't know, 90 or 100 miles an hour uh, trying to figure it out. you got dirt flying. you got cars sliding. Uh, it's it's got to be a tough job. But uh, that's what fans want to go see. And that's uh, they, they definitely get a show at the Big O uh, when you guys get out there and do your thing. Uh, sponsors on your race car. Who have you got helping you out, man?
4: Yeah, obviously,
10: uh, first and foremost, gotta thank, uh, my father, John Dryden, for all he does, and our mechanic, uh, Steve Gary, uh, both been a huge help, make sure we get to the track each week, and, uh, do all the work in between. You know, they're working on the car right now in the shop, so, uh, we're always hard at it, and obviously, sponsor-wise, we gotta thank, uh, 3M, DJD Graphics, HumberViewParts.ca, Expert Transmission and Total Car Care, Fuzzy Pools and Landscape Inc., Unique Metal Concepts, Epic Racewear, Annie Burnside, Desert End Insurance, BJ Custom Finishes, m M&M m Products, Quality Home Appliances, Inc.
1: Good job. Good job. You got them all in there, and they all mean a lot. But I'll tell you what, you're lighting the lamp for them as well, uh, carrying their name. And, uh, you know, it, it's a lot more these days than a sticker on a race car, and you prove it each and every time. Uh, Darren, it's been uh, great having you on the show tonight. Uh as mentioned the nationals are coming up little extra being put into this coming weekend or what's the thoughts
10: Yeah we're uh you know we're really looking forward to this, this uh you know we got three races coming up within a week so we're definitely not used to that but uh we're definitely looking forward to it and keeping the momentum going and um yeah we also got to give a huge shout out to uh you know Australian Speedway for what they've been able to provide this year too and uh, g TV for making sure they get all the coverage. So everybody uh, can tune in basically all weekend long and next week uh, throughout the Nationals on g TV. So that's a really, really cool opportunity.
1: Oh, it's going to be wicked. Who are you taking in the NASCAR Pinty's race? Uh, they're going to make their debut at the Big O. Uh, have you lucked sort of over the fence there, and have you got somebody picked out that you're going to be watching in that Pinty's race? Will you be there to see it?
10: honestly i gotta go with uh with my guy d j Kennington uh, I think uh you know he, he showed some speed on the dirt earlier this year, and uh, I know he's uh going to have a good piece for that race and I'm um, always got to support uh the ones that support me too so um he's always been a good friend
1: yeah you got love it uh, he's coming off a good day today too and uh g p three r he's podium finish for d j uh, he's having a decent year uh you never know he could be victorious out there on the dirt. I don't know but I, I I'm going to say uh, Glenn Stars is going to figure out to be if there is a favorite in the field. Uh Glenn has definitely got more laps than absolutely all of them on any style of dirt track. I bet he is chomping at the bit to get to his backyard with that Pinty's car. Do you think?
10: Oh, I bet everybody's going to be loving to see him out there Will, and I I definitely do think he's going to be doing very well for himself and uh he's definitely going to be one to watch, no doubt.
1: Talk about pressure, right? Nothing like the pressure cooker he's putting himself in uh, showing up at home. He wants to perform uh, probably more than anybody even anticipates. Uh, Glenn Starr's knowing that guy. He's going to be putting more internal pressure on himself to get out there and really give that zero car a good run on the dirt. It's going to be exciting. Fans don't want to miss it. as They don't want to miss Friday night coming up. Uh, with you guys behind the wheel. Darren, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. We genuinely appreciate it, buddy.
10: Yeah, thank you, Joe. I really appreciate you uh, having me on here.
1: You betcha. Watch for Darren Dryden. Uh, always competitive in his car, like he mentioned, right? There's uh, guys not qualifying to get it in. There's so many cars showing up that uh, you got to qualify your way in. That makes exciting racing. And I'll tell you, when you do qualify and you get in, it's an accomplishment just making it into the field uh, so that you can get out there and run. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching Friday nights on G-Force. I I haven't missed a night this year. Well, maybe I did. A couple times I was traveling and missed it on a Friday night, but uh, uh, I haven't missed much. I can guarantee you that. Been tuning in and uh, can't wait to get down there. August the 16th, Tuesday night, it'll be the NASCAR Pinty Series. uh, And we're going to be there live from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. All live on Sirius XM channel, 167 Canada Talks. And we will get you the latest from the garage area uh, and try and get you as many inputs as we can. So you can make informed decisions on who you're going to take in that big race. Uh, and there's going to be a number of really good cars, really good drivers to choose from. Uh, I know we all can't wait for this one. If you can join us at the track, do it. If you can't, don't forget to tune in on, uh, on uh, Flow Racing. Actually, that night I almost said G-Force, but it won't be G-Force doing it. It'll be Flow Racing or TSN.ca. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back off to the west coast we go we're going to stop in saskatoon we're going to catch up with the winner of the bridge city 200 tyler roman is going to join us on the other side of the break stay with us
5: come on
1: wake
5: up i got a little money coming my way we gotta get out of here Find me some cigarettes, little whiskey, and me. From coast to coast to coast, you're listening to Canada to Canada Talks.
1: Join us live from Penticton Speedway Saturday, August twentieth at seven p.m. Pacific. It's Twin One Hundreds for the RS One Cup Series. All presented by Avion Motorsports. With drivers like the 09 of Riley Siebert, the 24 Sean McIntosh, the 42 car Cameron Haley. It's the last chance on the oval for teams to pocket Super Seal Championship points. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or join us live Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. worldwide on racetimeradio.com.
3: No one else. Only you, Mr. Never Say Die. Your 8-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types. Making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend.
1: Tonight's Racetime Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa Know How. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Epic Raceware. Look, feel, be epic
3: at epicraceware.ca.
5: Now, a flashback in Canadian music history. Here's Eric Elper.
3: Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band.
1: It's one of the most anticipated races of the year. And Race Time Radio will be live before they go green. It's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt for the first time at Weekend Speedway. We'll get you the latest from the Big O. Comments from drivers before the Duel in the Dirt. It's all live Tuesday, August 16th from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Only on Sirius XM Channel 167.
6: From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's gonna leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes.
5: Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! And here
6: on Race Time Radio.
1: I hear the sound of those cars going through the high banks of Daytona. Gotta love it. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight live on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Of course, live on com, And, oh, by the way, we are on Facebook as well. Uh, You don't have to look. (laughs) You can turn. Uh, But anyway, uh, let's welcome uh, in our next guest. He goes to Victory Lane uh, about 24 hours ago. Uh, Trevor Eamon goes to Victory Lane, the Bridge City 200 at Sutherland Automotive Speedway out in Saskatoon, a beautiful speedway. And it sounds like it was a beautiful night for the 25 car. Let's welcome him in. What's going on, Tyler? How you doing?
0: Uh pretty good, how
1: are you? Not doing too bad, brother uh Pay dirt, you did it. The big ten thousand dollar check goes into the bank for you that's uh that's what you wanted to do, and you did it
0: yeah, for being out of the car for three years and felt like home, so it' was pretty good.
1: ah, no rust on you, kiddo uh you did uh, by the sounds of it, you did real good. I know uh for the first hundred. Uh, it looked like uh, the 70 of Trent Seidel was doing pretty good. Uh, I was watching on race monitor, having a look through. I see uh, the 42 of uh, uh, Kyle Reed was out there. Uh, he loves doing those big paydays, and he loves that speedway. And I've seen uh, Kelly Admiral up there. Uh, but uh, when, when I look up the final results, take a look in the 25 car. Topped them all.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty good race for couple hundred laps uh just a tire saving game well, since we only got four tires so we gotta play smart but keep your head cool
1: oh yeah and save as much as you can right that's pretty hard to do you gotta stay on the lead lap you gotta try and keep as much track position as you can but you gotta think down the road i gotta be there you know that lap 175 lap 200 that's a, that's a long way
0: oh yeah that's It's a big endurance game in these uh, 200-lap races.
1: So were the tires pretty well pooched when you were done, or did the car still feel pretty good?
0: Uh, The last five laps, uh, it was getting a little bit looser, so I'd, I'd say they're pretty much use them all. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, we were out there earlier this year uh, at the Speedway. We did the uh, Avion Motorsports RS1 Cup Series race and uh, got a chance to work with Dave and with Todd, the two announcers out there at Saskatoon. Uh, you guys have really got a good deal out there, Neil and Richard and everybody that's out there uh, do a fantastic job with that Speedway. But one thing that I remember distinctively In talking with Todd and Dave, uh, they were saying, you know, in the later laps of these races, the outside groove rubbers in. And when it rubbers in, you got two and sometimes three lines around the speedway. Did that happen for you guys last night? Did that outside lane get rubbered in? And where were you making up your ground? Were you tucked down real low right down to the bottom of the speedway? Or were you up a lane or so?
0: I was in about both of them. I was more on the bottom just because the car liked it a little more on the bottom, but that thing would go wherever we wanted to go. Dad had the car set up real good. So it was, it was awesome.
1: Ah, that's what you want. Uh, who, what kind of car do you got underneath you? Who's the chassis manufacturer? Is this something that you guys have put together or who have you got underneath you?
0: So this, this car was a car that Grant Edwards had brought down from Ontario over there um i can't remember it's i can't remember whose exactly car it was Mm -hmm. but it's it's uh there's only like three of them that there is right now that i know of
1: oh cool so you got uh, kind of a select piece uh so not everybody's got the same technology as what you've got there did it take you long to figure the car out you say you haven't been in the car in three years uh had this car not been on the track for three years or what's a little bit of the history there
0: so this is, the the car that I raced is uh, my old car, the one I won the championship in, back in, I think, 18, and then uh we sold it to the Hoogavins, which is the guys that own it now, mm-hmm. and it hadn't been raced for two years. He started racing at the beginning of this year, got a couple of races in it, and they decided to throw me in it for the 200 Loppers, see if we get something done. Yeah.
1: Well, they chose the right guy to get it done. Uh, you go out there and hit the payday of the year, really, for uh, Sutherland uh, Automotive Speedway. Uh, that, that's one that... Now, you guys have been running, what, 100 laps, 150 laps? I want to say there was a 150 uh, just before we had got there uh, to do the RS1 Cup Series. So, the, you know, the 100s and the 150s are, you know, right within the ballpark. But as soon as you stretch it to 200 laps... What uh, what's it kind of like running those extra fifty? Can it make a drastic difference? Um, yes,
0: definitely. If you don't save your tires, because I I know from the past hundred fifties I've done there, if you're on your game the whole time, racing hard, you're almost at a tire by the end. So it's it's a big save. Save your stuff and hope you have enough at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Crew-wise, who did you have on top of the box? Who was calling the shots?
0: No, That would be my dad, Trevor. And then my uncle, Uncle Darren in the pits. And Jeff and Hayden Hugeveen in the pits also.
1: Yeah, good deal. So you had a good, solid crew behind you. Uh, Do you have plans of running more? Uh, You're going to parlay this into, you know, getting out and running some more races around? Or uh, what's the plan from here forward?
0: Uh. Definitely the plan is to get another car sooner than later, hopefully, but, uh, for now, just, I've been racing some dirt IMCA stuff, so we're, we're still on that.
1: So we're getting a little bit of both, uh, both worlds, and that's kinda cool if you can do that. How far is the dirt track from you?
0: Uh, the dirt track's probably 45 minutes from
1: home. Oh, that's not too bad. Not too bad of a yeah. run, and then, uh, how about Saskatoon? How far is that from you?
0: It's, uh, about five and a half hours.
1: Oh, really? So it is a trip for you. Here, I'm thinking that, yeah. you know, you're 45 minutes from both, but, uh, not so. No. Incredible. So, uh, do you got any other plans of running, at, like in Alberta? There's a lot of great tracks in Alberta. How about over in BC? Do you got any plans of touring around anywhere else? Uh,
0: no, not really. Uh, this was the only race I was going to do in the pavement this year. We got a big race coming up in Rimby. It's a three day show. A big prize up in there for the modified.
1: Nice, nice. So yeah. you get out and do that. Uh sponsorship on the twenty five car. Who did you have on there Saturday night?
0: Uh Western Sales in Bigger Saskatchewan, uh Hoogaine Farms and Hitchworks accessories from Little Alberta.
1: Well, you did a good job. How was the crowd there Saturday night? Did the people show up to see a great late model show?
0: Oh yeah, it was pretty full for uh two hundred lap race. Probably the fullest I've
1: seen in a while. Ah, nice. That's the way you want it to hit. Uh, I know yeah. Neil and Richard and all those guys out there. They worked their buns off trying to, you know, make sure that everything is just picture perfect and working correct. And sounds like you guys connected. It was a beautiful night, was it? Was it really hot out there too?
0: It was. Uh, it was pretty hot, but the wind kept the heat down. It was. It wasn't a bad temperature, so it was pretty good.
1: Well, I'll tell you but, what, uh, the guys around here melted in these cars. I know I was uh, texting with Glenn Watson, super late model driver. He won a 75 at Sobble Speedway last night. I said, how was that? And he said, I was still sweating when I got home. It was that hot.
0: Yeah, that's hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Just amazing. Well, that that's yeah. good to hear that you went out there, got the job done. And look at this. The racing bug bites you again.
0: Yep. It definitely has. It definitely makes me miss my old car.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what you gotta do, bud. You gotta get that car or get that new car, uh, and you gotta circle it on the calendar right now. You don't wanna miss the Western Rattler three hundred next spring. I can well imagine they're gonna do that again at Penticton Speedway. Uh we were out there for that race and I'll tell you what, that was amazing. I seen guys like uh Matt Shirley was out there. Uh, Finished, I believe, in the top five. Uh, So many good race cars from all over Western Canada. Uh, uh, Reed was there in the 42 car. He had a podium finish. Uh, That's a cool show. And uh, from what I can understand, we're going to get Neil on this show. Uh, I think he's going to announce something, too, around the Bridge City 200. Was there any rattling last night about that Bridge City 200 coming online again next year?
0: I think there was some rumors about it, but I'm not completely sure yet. I think if they can uh, get some good sponsors out there, I think they'll definitely do it again.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. I know we'll get Neil on this show and we'll pick him apart and find out what the kind of plan is uh, for next year and uh, nothing like the present to start building on it. Uh, Congratulations on the Bridge City 200 win. Uh, Good for you, man. Good job. Job well done. And, Uh, you keep doing what you're doing uh, because it's uh, definitely successful. Good job. Thank you. You betcha, Tyler. Thanks so much for the time. You have a good one.
0: Thanks for having me on the show. You too.
1: You betcha. Bridge City 200. Tough, tough race to win. Uh, When I take a look, I'm going to take just just a quick look back here, uh, and I'll give you some results after 100. Uh, And I was watching along last night on uh, Race Monitor, I uh, get a kick out of doing that. Uh, my phone won't expand out. I wanted to uh, expand that out. And uh, I can't see it. Uh, I know Trent Seidel, uh, driver of the 70. He was right up there. Uh, Redicop was up there. Uh, you had a lot of really good, stiff competition. Oh, Matt Shirley. Now my phone decides that it's going to cooperate. Uh, Matt Shirley was second after 100. Uh, the 8 of Kelly Admiral on that smokehouse machine. He was in third spot. Uh, Kyle Reed in the 42 car was fourth. Uh, Jared Redekop was uh, in fifth. So uh, Kevin Dick was up there in sixth. Oh, look at uh, Logan Jewell, also up there in the top ten. A lot of good, really good race cars, good teams. And uh, by the sounds of it, a dynamite race. And as mentioned, we'll get Neil, the promoter of Southern Automotive Speedway. We'll get him on the show and uh, we'll find out what's next and what's still to come out in Saskatoon from here to the end of the season. I can well imagine they got a lot of big races still to come, Uh, but I don't think any of them will be as big as that Bridge City 200. Uh, That's a nice long race, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to keep going a little bit further west. We're going to go all the way out to Williams Lake, B.C. and Riley Seabird has had huge success out there in Canada's West Coast. He's going to join us right here live on Race Time Radio. We'll pick his brain and find out what's coming for August the 20th when those RS1 Cup cars get back to Penticton Speedway. We'll see what Riley's thinking heading back into that big race. Stay with us. We will be back. Poor pitiful me, roaming through them trees.
0: Won't you help me out in the North Country? Underneath them piles, in the green, flush
5: scenery. From coast to coast, coast, to coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. to Canada Talks.
1: Racetime Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew, also by the Wooden Door Bistro. It's one of the most anticipated races of the year. And Race Time Radio will be live before they go green. It's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt for the first time at Weekend Speedway. We'll get you the latest from the big O. Comments from drivers before the duel in the dirt. It's all live Tuesday, August 16th from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Only on Sirius XM Channel 167.
3: No one else. Only you. Mr. Never Say Die. Your 8-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions. That's their specialty. Over 350 different types. Making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend.
1: Hey, Mr.
3: Join us live from
1: Penticton Speedway Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. Pacific It's Twin 100s for the RS1 Cup Series All presented by Avion Motorsports With drivers like the 09 of Riley Siebert The 24, Sean McIntosh The 42 car, Cameron Haley It's the last chance on the oval For teams to pocket Super Seal Championship points For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or join us live Saturday, August 20th at 7pm worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. Tonight's Racetime Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Ndeganesh, Nova Scotia.
5: Drivers, start your engines!
6: Welcome back to the track. Live on Racetime Radio, Sirius XM 167.
1: And welcome back, everybody, to Racetime Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks, of course, com, and welcome to all of you on Facebook. Uh, we do stream the race, the race, the... Uh, broadcast we do it live now on facebook uh we've been working away with it uh trying to do the video end of things now we're learning we're learning uh, as things all unfold here um i did just speak with alex Gwinnett, uh that won the nascar pinty series race today uh just spoke to him moments ago while we were on commercial break and we are going to hear from alex here um Before the end of the show, Uh, we are trying to dust up Riley Seabird, of course, out in Williams Lake, uh, B.C. as well. Uh, So we got lots to cover off here in the next 20 minutes or so uh, before we get to hand the keys back to Sirius XM. Uh, I do want to just address one thing here. Um, Before the big race at the beach, uh, the APC series uh, was going in there. It was the end of July. Uh, And I put a post out, and I happened to get uh, a couple of real wild comments back. Uh, The post that I had put out was pointing out the fact, of course, we support our local racetracks. We do that right across the country, and we always urge fans to go to the track, of course. Without saying it, that's where you ultimately want to be. But I was pointing out in that particular post that it's the end of the month, uh, things are definitely tight. Inflation is going crazy. Interest rates are starting to jump. Uh, and people are finding it tight. Some people are finding it real tight. And I wanted to point out in that post that, uh, you know, there, there's, uh, you, you could actually watch the race live on GeForce. The guys do a tremendous job. Um, and I got a bunch of nasty – well, not a bunch. I got a couple of nasty comments back and uh, from people that should actually know better. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to put it out there that we do support our local tracks and I don't think there's many that support them as well as we do. Um, but, uh, kind of those comments sort of rubbed on me the wrong way because the context of what I was putting out there was if you're having a rough time, we don't want you to fall out of the sport. We'd like to keep you involved and maybe you can make it out to the next race. Uh, But watch this one on TV so that you're staying in the loop. Um, And GeForce does do a tremendous job. So anyway, I wanted to mention that. And to the uh, powers to be that made those comments, smarten up. Uh, Anyway, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And I don't know whether we got Riley on the other end of this or whether we got Alex, but I'm going to say Riley is on the other end. What's going on, Riley? How you doing? Good, how about you? Doing fantastic, my friend. Uh, Well, you kicked the season off with the Rattler 300 win. Then it was time to set the late model aside after that great big giant win. And it was time to jump into the Lake Excavation Super Seal 09 in the RS1 Cup Series. And, man, you picked it up right where you left off at uh, at, uh, Area 27, then you get off to Saskatoon, you get some pay dirt there, you get back to Panticton, you hit it again. Man, you are a jack of all trades when you get into a race car. Uh, you're a pretty driven individual. It's been a good season for you so far.
0: It has been a good season, yeah. Like you said, we got off on the right foot with the Western Rattler 300 win, and then I uh, yeah, followed it up with a couple more wins in the RS1 here. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been great. It's been a good season. I... I've just, uh, I don't know, I've found, uh, another level on the, on the mental game. And that's really, you know, I find the racing just, it's a lot of mental and, and, uh, found, found an ability to get myself focused up properly this year.
1: Well, you're doing a dynamite job behind the wheel. Riley, it has really been our introduction, uh, to the RS1 Cup Series. We got that off to, uh, uh, a visual start at uh, Saskatchewan, uh, out in Saskatoon, at uh, Southern Automotive Speedway. And I'll tell you what, uh, that series, uh, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it a million times again, uh, people need to check this series out. Uh, when you've got cars that are identically prepared— and I don't mean, uh, you know, they just sort of came out of a shop and then they went back to another guy's shop and everybody works on their own car. That isn't the way the RS1 Cup Series is. Literally, every car that you see in the field, and they're a full field of cars, uh, are all being prepared by a labor at Avion at, at Motorsports You can't take your 09 car home and wrench on it or do anything to it. Everything is prepared under one roof. It is, I call it, fed, watered, and housed out of one roof, and it shows up at the racetrack. And you as a driver and everyone else that you're competing with arrives at the speedway with helmet in hand, fire suit on, and away you go. You get into that car, and uh, what you got is what you got. Uh, I don't know of another series that is like that other than, you know, Tony Stewart's deal. I think that's the way his is. Uh, but what a cool concept. And the proof is in the pudding. When you watch one of these races, uh, it's they're second to none, man. The competition level is right up there. How you have managed to have the success you have had, uh, you know, Noel Dowler has won races and uh, Sean McIntosh has won races. You got to throw... Uh, uh we've got to throw jesse webb's name out there as well because he has had success uh but to see what you do behind the wheel it is truly the difference in winning and losing is the guy behind the wheel um and, and it's amazing to watch i just have to say that and i know i'm pumped to get back to penticton speedway coming up august the 20th weekend uh, what do you, th- what what's the thoughts, what do you, What kind of thoughts do you have running through your head when you look at Penticton, your home track, uh, and the success you've had there, you got to be licking your chops to get back there.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I, I mean, Penticton's always been good to me uh, since we renovated it. I've, I, I mean, even before, I was, I seemed to be quick there, and, and now that we've renovated it last year, I seem to be even quicker, um, whether it be in a sprint car or a late model or an RS1, and and so there's always a, a pretty high level of, of comfort going back back there, um, because of the, uh, the you know the familiarity and just the the wins I have there. And so uh, I'm yeah I I like going there. It's it's a little different than going to like an area 27 where you know Sean McIntosh you know's got a lot of speed and so you're showing up there knowing that uh, you know you gotta you gotta find a little speed for yourself. It's just yeah, it's the best way I can describe it. It's comfortable. It's confident. Um, you know, you're going to have a good day there as long as the car survives. And, and like you say, the the RS1 series, you really got to, um, as a driver, mentally, you know, pace yourself um, on what you're going to do and how you're going to attack the, the, the 200 laps because you have one set of tires for that 200 laps. Mm. So it's a it's a very strategic play on how to drive and how to keep the tires. Do you want to go for that win in the first main? Do you want to go for the win in the second main? Do you want to go for both? Is it possible? And, You know how do you how do you play your hand? Um, and so it, it, it's very interesting, and it's a lot of it's a lot of chess match. Um, uh, you know, I I've, I actually told somebody last weekend when we were at, at Penticton Speedway when I won the first race, I I, I actually didn't really expect to because when we got going there was a lot of guy, a lot of drivers that showed uh, you know a ton of speed and I went oh well maybe somebody else is going to have something for me tonight or I'm going to you know I'm going to be the person having to chase somebody down and um and so I just kind of laid in the bush for a for a long time and then all of a sudden <laughs> I just kind of inherited first and I just went well that worked out <laughs> and, and got, got to win and I went wow. Well, I guess there's one, one way, you know, and it was good because I, you, know, you go to the Rattler and you, and you go and you just dominate. Um, and then you have another night where you don't really seem to have the speed and you still win. Um, and so for me, it was it's just another, you know, chalk one up from, from my experience points and, and learning uh, and developing myself as a driver that even on those off nights, you know, there's, there's a way to win. Um, you just got to find it.
1: And you're always learning. What I find with you, Riley, though, what you've got to be very, very careful of is, uh, you know, guys are learning as they're out there. The whole field doesn't have experience uh, to the level that you do. Uh, but the cool part is uh, they get the same equipment as you got and uh, what they're doing. And I've seen Jesse. I'll use Jesse Webb as an example. What a quick study that youngster is. And he is out there running in your tire tracks. And I can see the guys that are going to be competitive either by the end of this race here or the next time out because they are mirroring what you're doing uh, and they're learning every single lap. So it's got to be tough for a guy like you because if you show them the line and the, you know, the way to get around Penticton, uh, you're going to have too much company up front and it's not going to make it a comfortable run uh but what else do you do you can't i don't know uh you, you can't blow the line cuz if you do they're going to be right on you uh because the cars are so evenly matched that's what i mean about having a cool series they definitely have it
0: well and it, and it should be um that that should be the goal is that um the field gets deeper um that way you know, the competition gets stiffer um and and inversely then it should better me as a driver as well, to, to find more speed myself. Um, and, and, you know, I I want the field to be deep. Every driver that truly wants to be a winner or a champion, they want everybody to be in that race when they win. Because then there's no doubt. You know, oh, well, everybody was there. You were there. Like, I beat you. So what yeah. do you want to say now? Um, so, yeah, as we develop this series, and people like Jesse are, are getting much, much, you know, a talented driver, but... You know, zero laps on an oval before this year, right? And you know, and was leading the race when I when I took it over from him, and finished second. And then I think he was again running top five in the second race before he, you know, him and a lap car got together. And yeah, it's it's, it's getting deep. Um, you know, I won one in Saskatoon, and Noel won one in Saskatoon, and then again in Penticton, I won one, and Noel won one. And when Noel, got, you know, won his. Uh, he got out, and he, you know, I got, went over and shook his hand. And he goes, wow, this, this is, this is getting real now, right? Because <laughs> he's been in the series for a couple of years, and that was, you know, that was a comment he made. He goes, this, this is getting real. Yeah. Like, the racing in the series now is becoming real. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough. It's a deep field. People are learning, and we, we you know, we have to try, <laughs> try our best to win now.
1: I can't believe you've held your dad out of victory lane. That's what I can't believe. Trevor Siebert, uh, can get the job done. And, uh, you know, he has struggled the last few times. I'm kind of thinking when we hit Penticton on the 20th, we got to throw the 69 back into the mix, too. Uh, th- he is going to rear his head. You can guarantee one of these races, whether it be Penticton or Area 27, I don't think we've heard the end of Trevor Siebert in 2022. Oh,
0: definitely not. I mean, he's had a string of bad luck with mechanical. The last you know the last uh, weekend he was on pole by a country mile I might add and uh and had a ton of speed and uh just had a power steering failure that you know deterred his race but um he's uh no he's in, he's, he's, nah. he's good like I, like i said in the rattler he's he's got these this capiness about him you know he might not have that youth and speed that he had when he was young but He's a very intelligent uh, person and, he, and he'll play the chess match very well.
1: <laughs> you don't poke the bear with a stick, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Incredible. Uh so things are coming together. Uh how's life in general? Are you keep him busy out there, I can well imagine.
0: Oh yeah, it's uh it's a busy world you know, on the days we're not on the track, we're in construction as everybody knows and um I don't know how it is out there, but out here it's everybody's full bore and uh, there's always a shortage in the industry, and and so we're uh, everybody's uh, fully tacked out trying to get all the dirt moved here before the, uh, the the season closes and everything's froze up.
1: Well, I know I can't wait to get out there, Jerry Paxton. Also coming along uh, on the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. This is going to be Jerry's first trip out there. Uh, you want to talk about a guy coming unglued. He is watching everything RS1. He's trying to cram it all in. And I said, Jerry, you wait until you witness these cars up close, personal, at the track. Your eyeballs are going to clean fly out of your head. Uh, it's going to be a dynamite time. Come Penticton Speedway uh, on the 20th. I know we're looking forward to it. Uh, the competition is getting uh, tighter. It's getting tighter. It's getting tougher. And uh, Riley, when we do our picks, I know your name always seems to come up.
0: Well, if uh, if it does, it means I'm doing my job right as a driver. So hopefully uh, we'll keep that ball rolling. And, uh, yeah, excited to have you guys out again. And. I mean, The last race, I don't know if any of the photos have been released yet, but there was a couple of times where we were three wide around that quarter mile, and I, I don't know how many places you <laughs> see
1: that. No, not many at all, uh, but you can get it done at Penticton. Uh, it's going to be awesome. right? thanks for the time tonight. Uh, get that 09 uh, car shined up and ready to go. It's going to be a dandy.
0: Hey, did I hear that Alex Gannett's on next?
1: Yes, you're going to spend five minutes with him. He won his okay, first well, Pindies race.
0: Give him a big congratulations from, from me. Uh, we ran rookie, rookie of the Year battle back in 2013 together in the Pinties. And, uh, yeah, hats off to him on his big win.
1: Absolutely. I'll pass the message on. I believe he's probably already got it. He'll have Sirius XM, uh, Sirius XM cranked on as well. But, uh, yeah, dynamite stuff. Right, can't wait to see you, buddy.
0: Right on. Good to see you.
1: You betcha. Riley Siebert in the 9 well, you got to watch him. RS1 Cup Series. I don't care what he gets into. Uh, like, he's playing Goddard as a driver, but uh, it, he's showing. He's showing his hand each and every time uh, when he's out on the racetrack. And these young drivers and guys like Noel Dowler, of course, uh, Noel is uh, definitely a crafty veteran when it comes time for asphalt uh, oval track. Uh, always awesome. And uh, I can't wait to see Noel Dowler, as uh, Adam Dowler as well, uh, Mark McIntosh, and Jason White, and his brother James. Uh, James. Uh, these guys, I'll tell you what, dynamite to watch. And uh, that Penticton race is going to be one. So if you're out in BC, don't forget to come out and join us at the Speedway. Uh, it's going to be a real good one. Uh, we are going to catch up with Alex Gannett here. Uh, I know Sue's... Uh, reaching in, trying to pull them up on the hotline as time is running short here tonight. Uh, t- time is just about up. Uh, but what a race today in Quebec. Uh, they got off to a little bit of a rocky start with the weather. And uh, then, you know, they got, the, uh, they got the slicks on the car. The track dried up. And away they went. Uh, talk about fireworks. I'll tell you what. The last few laps of this race were just amazing amazing to watch uh and we've got the winner of today's race with us right now we got uh, alex Gwinnett. what's going on there alex how you doing hey. congratulations
4: hey what's up man i'm good man. feeling uh feeling real good right now on the way back home
1: i can well imagine that's the first big nascar win for you isn't it
4: yep yep finished second uh, a few years back in the Pinty series and uh Man, it's been tough to get that. We've been, you know, uh, on and off racing uh, the the Pinty Series, so only gotten four races uh, this year planned. And uh, it's tough, man. Let me tell you, the field is stacked. It's a very, 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 very competitive series, and it's a very competitive race at the the GP3R, man. It's uh, probably the toughest one to win. So uh, started 10th there, had a really good long run pace, saved my stuff, and... uh, Cruise in second place there for a while and uh, ended up having enough to to get the
9: win there.
1: Yeah, just amazing. The 39 car worked real good. Uh, getting into those closing laps, uh, uh, watching uh, J.F. Dumoulin, uh, he had contact in there. There was cars being, uh, you know, that, that they were having contact. It would have been real easy, Alex, to lose your mind in those last few laps. But you kept it collected, man. and uh you were there at the end away you go uh there was nobody going to catch that 39 car in those last three laps
4: oh no exactly yeah i mean uh they were telling my times and uh me and Cameron there for a while were uh were, were the fastest on the track and i was the fastest for a long time so i knew i had the pace like you said though, these guys were uh you know i'm a championship racer i like to win uh, unfortunately i haven't won uh, the 50 championship but uh, i mean uh the, my mentality is always uh, to, to, to finish first. You must first finish, so that's uh, pretty much my mentality. And uh, you know, I try to be aggressive at the right moments. And uh, I can tell these guys they were—I was getting ran over. I mean, I was fighting aggressive, but I was—I uh, I, could—I could smell something in the air was about to happen. So uh, when I got ran over there at the end and ended up uh, going to, to the fourth spot, I knew something was going to happen. So I was—I uh, had the pace to stay with these guys, so I just stayed there and, uh, and waited for, for something to happen and. And uh, luckily for me, I guess, uh, something happened. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it happened, and it happened big time. Uh, it, fans got to watch this. If you miss the race today, it will come up on TSN next week. Uh, that, uh, I'm telling you right now, you cannot miss it on TSN. Uh, it is a, a dynamite win uh, by Alex. Uh, for all accounts and purposes, man, you had to be there to win it. Uh, and there, like you said, competition in this series is uh I've never seen it this competitive uh you've been in it a while I know we just had Riley on he said hey give Alex a shout out uh him and I competed as rookies uh back in the day uh he wanted to pass his congratulations on but uh I've never seen this field as competitive as what I've seen it there today that was nuts
4: yeah i mean i uh i raced uh, i got the rookie of the year there in 2013 and then uh kind of took a took a break from uh, from racing you know sponsorship life and all that stuff you know it's uh it's uh, it's hard to get out there and race uh, constantly every year so we've been, we've been a while you know to run a few one-offs i replaced tag Vianney a few years back when he had a problem with his uh, his heart there for a little bit so i, I replaced for him but uh, the biggest difference is definitely the field has gotten like way way like it was as hard to win back then uh but it's just now it's the, the amount of people that can win just got bigger and bigger and these guys they go racing for real man let me tell you it's uh it's uh, top tier stuff uh, definitely the highest series in canada and it's uh oh, i'm really happy to get the win here it's uh, it's it's not all the time you get the chance and uh, on that last restart you know i uh when i was leading there i knew uh i knew i had to give her hell there to to, to get the win and uh ended up getting it
1: yeah oh yeah you earned it you earned every aspect of this win uh just uh congratulations on it when is your next race when do you get back into the seat
4: i uh, get back in the car at icar and Mirabel. so that's uh that's at the end of august and then i'm running uh the Moss the, the canadian tire Motorsport sports park race at the end of the year so those are my last two scheduled this year and then uh we're trying to get a full deal uh, things are looking good and they're looking even better after the after this race uh, for next year uh hopefully run the whole championship again and a top uh, quality team and, uh, and try to, to get the, get the championship win.
1: Absolutely. Alex, congratulations on the win. I got 30 seconds. Who have you got sponsored on that, uh, 39 car? Cause you really did them proud today, buddy.
4: Yeah. And I'd like to thank, Moto uh, Motour Limite, uh, DLGL and, uh, Dave J. Combs, uh, the whole team, you know, uh, everyone putting in the work, uh, the team there at the shop and, uh, and Pinty's uh, for sponsoring the series, and NASCAR for sure, for just letting us be able to showcase what we can do. And uh, I've been hearing some good news, uh, NASCAR. Uh, we had a driver's meeting there at Three Rivers, and uh, let me tell you, it's very, very, very good news for NASCAR in Canada coming in the next few years.
1: Well, you guys deserve it. I can guarantee you that. We'll get you back on the show another night, uh, Alex, but I wanted to get you on here tonight. Uh, thanks so much for the time, and congratulations on win number one.
4: Thank you very much.
1: You bet. Alex Gwinnett, uh, you can see him at iCar. And don't forget, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park uh, at the end of the season here, uh, September. Uh, You don't want to miss it. Uh, You want to get those tickets and get them soon. But that's going to do it for us here tonight in the Race Time Radio studio. Got to thank Suzy Q here. Got to thank Scotty back in Toronto, I do believe. And Joe Jr., be safe, drive careful, And uh, I know I look forward to having Joe Jr. back in the studio next weekend. But that does it for us tonight. Have a good one, everybody, and we'll catch you Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, all live right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada
6: Talks.